it was widely believed for around five months that the once funny mass hole would never return after his laundry list of anger problems from the Super Bowl and how trailer trash went over unique awesomeness. But no, the one and only VT work done has returned, along with the frontman boss. Please do the honors. Hi, Terry here. Thanks for having me on your show again. That's a pretty good intro. You been working on that? VT. Uh, uh, VT slash work done. Uh, either, either way works. VT is pretty cool. That's a pretty good nickname. For today, it will be fantasy football top tens for QBs, running backs, wide receivers, and five tight ends, just like we did two years ago. And sadly, Gridiron Guru is going to be the name of this podcast. You got bossed with so much fun, but Randy Moss left the countdown, so so let's start with the frontmen's, but with some honorable and also dishonorable mentions. And uh, something important, rookies won't be included just because they need to prove themselves, and we can't tell you right away. So QB honorable mentions for fantasy. Is this a, what we, uh, is this fantasy driven show or is this NFL driven show? Are we going Fan, with, fa- NFL fantasy. We're, okay, go ahead. Honorable mentions. Mac Jones. Kirk Cousins, which I know this guy's not a fan of. Matt Ryan, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Kyler Murray. And for two dishonorable mentions, Tua Tagovailoa and Deshaun Watson. If you're wondering why Deshaun Watson is not in the top 10, because he hasn't played in two years, so we don't know if he's going to get better. What do you think of Deshaun Watson? That'll be a story for next uh, week. I'm doing AFC review next week, and it's going to be a long one and should be good. So number 10 for quarterback. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts wasn't the greatest player last year overall and fantasy, but the running ability would help out a ton. Sometimes you would get great 225-plus passing yard days, but sometimes below 150. The running allowed for almost always a guarantee for 20-plus points. Now that A.J. Brown is in town, it could be top five numbers to prove doubters wrong, but we all have to wait and see. This guy is worth the starting position in fantasy. Where will he go remains to be seen. The, one of the first five QBs taken off the board, we don't know. With A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders at services, and Massel Scott, Boston Scott, service excuses are zero. What do you think? Um, yeah, you know, Jalen Hurts, it's kind of a make-or-break year for him this year, isn't it? Philadelphia, uh, they kind of went all in on the offense. They went out to got AJ Green, uh, AJ Brown, excuse me. Uh, Smooth moves, Titans. Thank you, Tavonta Smith is uh, entering. I think his second or third year. Second year. And uh, they still have Jalen Rager, who stinks. I think. Oh, they drafted him or Justin Jefferson. Gotcha. And then, then you got the emergence of Dallas Goder. So Godert or Goddard. Goddard. Uh So. Uh yeah. This guy name pronunciations. I know. Not the duo that will ever last. <laughs> um so yeah, it's very um interesting to see what Jalen Hurts is gonna do. Last year he was what, a top five QB by the end of the year, I think? Uh times he was great. There were times where he wasn't great, but Outside Devontae Smith, he didn't really have much. You know, I think you have him lit, ranked a little bit low here, but um, I, I do expect Jalen Hurts to have a pretty good year. I think he's very good, obviously. Uh, it's just one of those, there are better ones, but also, like, you sometimes you think he'll get you a big game, and then sometimes he doesn't do anything. Just remind me, this is strictly fantasy-wise, because I don't think he's going to be, I don't know if he's going to be winning a lot of games, like, and being good, 
But it's I, probably a combination of a lot of things. Got you. But I think fantasy wise, I think he is he's a pretty safe pick. I don't know about safe. I mean, you know, you never know with these guys. Uh, and it is the Eagles, so we'll see what happens with that. It is the Eagles. Ah, another uh, subtle diss. Terry and his disses. It's a great duo, wouldn't you say, Terry? Um, yes. His subtle Eminem disses. It is. Number nine, Russell Wilson. Nine years in the Pacific Northwest, and it all went to hell in seconds. It went from a great pairing to endless trade rumors. Russell Wilson can still carry a team anywhere, and with the Broncos in hell for so many years, they have to prove this was the problem. Without injuries, Russ should be as good as new with a ton of depth for the weaponry. Poor Tim Patrick, torn ACL. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, who were you talking about specifically? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson in Denver. Ninth on my list. Ninth on your list. You know, mile high, that ball goes a little bit further out there, doesn't it? He's had one of the best deep balls in the NFL the last couple years. You got Cortland Sutton. You got Jerry Judy. Let me tell you something about Jerry Judy. He's not very good. Um, well, he's always on the hype machine. The past two years, he's been averaging you, four, you noticed catches, that? four catches and less than 50 yards per game. So, I mean, is that really a great number for Jerry Judy? I know he's had – who do you have throwing Sometimes Drew Locke throwing There's through? been injuries. But when you have Drew Locke ripping that one guy when everyone got COVID in Week 12 and Teddy Bridgewater, it's possible. It's injuries, but sometimes it's possible a new frontman just might be what you need. Yeah. Um, Jerry Judy is like, they all think he's going to be the next great. We said that a couple years ago, and they took him over. You're going to see when we get to the receiver section. For sure. For sure. Yeah, so I like uh, I like Russ. He seems like a weird guy kind of at the same time. I don't know if I trust him right off the bat. I don't love their weapons. Did, did, they, did they trade Noah Fant? Seattle. He went to Seattle in the trade. That's part of the package. So, you know, who do they have at the next? Who, after Jerry Judy and Cortland Stone, they just lost Tim Patrick to a torn ACL. KJ Hamler, Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon, and then that yeah. Albert McQuigman on the tight end. It looks end. like they're doing like a 50-50 split still back there, which looks a little weird. If I was Javante, I'd be pretty frustrated. Yeah, I mean, Melvin's pretty well past his prime, but, I mean, he actually did play pretty well last year, so what do I know? But yeah, Russ, I like Russ. No, I don't. I don't know. I think you rank I think you rank this guy is Eminem. This is number eight. This is kind of a a little bit low of a ranking. Lamar Jackson. Michael Vick is all that needs to be said. More often than not a running back, but every now and then the passing usefulness is there. The few receivers is not a great start, but Mark Andrews is the best solution, so maybe it won't matter. Yeah, no, you're right. Lamar Jackson at eight. Yeah, Lamar kind of took a step back uh, last year. He was injured. The Ravens, I think they lost like a lot of their games towards the end of the season when they missed the playoffs. Lamar, well, that's when he was out, though. Yeah, that was when he was out. But even when he was playing, he just looked like, uh, you know, once you lo- lose that first Sometimes step, you make those up. impressive comebacks, yeah. which you saw in the first half of the year. But sometimes luck's not going to be around forever, you know. Yeah, no, I get that. And it seems like if you just lose even the slightest of steps, which he may have, like, even, like, a millisecond. He's going to uh, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, you never know. They, they lost Hollywood Brown, um, but they— Oh, Hollywood Brown. That's going to be a story for the, two weeks from now. Yeah, Hollywood Brown, just a, pre, just a preview, you're an idiot. Did you hear he got arrested? Yeah. People, don't do these stupid things. I think this podcast can also be good life lessons for all of you. 
Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Number seven, Dak Prescott. Sometimes it's hard to tell whether he is a great frontman or inconsistent at worst. You sometimes have those 25-plus points, fantasy-wise, or below 15. Sometimes it's no in-between. Losing Cedric Wilson and Amari Cooper is a bad start, but the Cowboys still have decent weaponry, but they already lost James Washington for 6 to 10 weeks. Gallops might not be around for a while. So it's too much C.D. Lamb will run the HP Pavilions into maybe a top-10 season, which will be a story for later. And you still have Dalton Schultz. Prescott can make anyone work. So, and you got Jalen Tolbert, who's a very hyped uh, rookie. So, we have to wait and see, obviously. Yeah, uh, I like Dak. But uh, I don't know about these Cowboys. They had a really good year last year, but now... Terry, you ever heard of... You know how the NFC North, one of the, my, my favorite divisions, used to, has always been a laughing stock? Mm. You could now say that about the NFC East, where it's all full of bad teams. It's not a diss at them. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just uh, they had a really easy strength of schedule. I mean, you got the Washington Commanders, you have the other guys. You got the, the NFC guys. review will be for two weeks from now, but yeah, so hey, yeah, good I, I like Dak. I like Dak. Uh, draft him. Where though? Like top five? I know I have him seventh no, on my QB list. Outside of the top five, I'd say. Number six, Justin Herbert. Two years and already looked to very well be the best frontman, and it gets ruined by his zero playoff appearances. But by the way, he is the last person I would blame. It's impressive he doesn't exactly have the best receiving core. Keenan Allen is very good, but Mike Williams is your stereotypical one day he can beat Calvin Johnson's 329, then another less than 10 receiving yards. It's the running mans and tight ends that do favors imaginably. Young Anakin Skywalker is set up for another dominant year. Yeah. Yeah, uh, solid quarterback. I think he's worth it in the top five for sure. It makes me sad that the dude is just so hated because of the whole he has no playoffs. The last person I'm blaming for the failures is him. Yeah, no, that's true. Uh, it's been everybody but him, you know, top bottom. I mean, then again, you, you know, internet crucifixion is everywhere, dude. True. Number five, still one of the best in or out of leaving, and he should be as good as last year, Thomas Brady. Who can say for sure with the slightly different receiving core with Gronk finally retired a second time of fantasy-wise? Still startable. Tom Brady. I like Tom. Uh, you know, 45 years old. Birthday was just yesterday. Um, he is, uh, you know, they got Julio. They got Mike. Chris Godwin's going to come back over there. They're still loaded at the offense, and I think the defense is still pretty good. I don't know. I can't recall many people that left on the defense. Is Shaquille Barrett still there? Dumb Sue? Is Sue still there? Uh, he's still a free agent. Oh, he's My a free guess agent. is probably, it's either age or he's just going to wait until the right time for someone else. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, <sighs> yeah, I like, I like uh, you know, he's pretty much running that team right now. He got Bruce Arians out of there. He was apparently holding him back or whatever. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, I, Tom, he's, he should be a confident uh, top five uh, fantasy quarterback. But you never know. 45 years old. There's going to be a cliff. There's going to be, you know, not to quote Max Kellerman here, but there's going to be a cliff there that he eventually jump, falls down. I, I mean, when is it going to be? Is it this year? Is it next? I don't know. And I feel like every great quarterback has one pretty bad year before they retire. And I do think this is his last year, but I do think. I hope it is. Yeah. Because, look, I love him for everything he did for us. From when I was a kid, before I was even eligible to pre preschool, all the way up to 2019 when I was still in, at MCC, at the end of the day, though, 
we need this community to lighten up and stop turning into obnoxious trolls. So Brady leaving would be for the better, but that'll be a story two weeks from now. Do I sound like an idiot or no? No, no, not at all. All right, number four, Joseph Burrow. The poor dude who almost did this world a favor should continue to put up great numbers with the best receiving duo and a capable supporting cast. With new and improved O-line combined with getting better every day, this position could very well be top two next season. Yeah, yeah. Who is it again? Joe Burrow. Joe. Flashy Joe with the nice turtleneck and the chain. Just a snappy dresser. Um, T. Higgins. Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, pretty much in his prime right now. I think Joe Mixon, 26 or 27. I feel like he's been in the league for 20 years. He's but. been in the league since 17, so, which I kind of find hard to believe, too. Right. So uh, he's pretty much in his prime right now. I think this year, last year, this year, maybe next year are going to be like his best years ahead of him. Uh, I feel like they got somebody else recently, too, or in the offseason. Hayden Hurst. Okay, that's not who I was thinking of. But, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they made if it to the— If you're thinking of people, it's just a line. Maybe some people on defense— Joe should be pretty good. Uh, Joe should be pretty good. Number three, Patrick Mahomes. If Mahomes wants to prove to the world that he deserves respect in any way, shape, or form, he needs to prove that he doesn't need Tyreek Hill bailing him out. Jonas Valanciunas is one thing, but having depth instead of one force-fed receiving with not great depth is good. Sky Moore, JSS, Mikul Hardman, MVS is better than just one force-fed. I imagine it'll be just fine. Mahomes should be as good as ever. Yeah, um, I do like I, I do like Patty Mahomes. Uh, losing Tyreek Hill should be a little bit of a problem. Travis Kelsey getting up there in age might be a little bit of a problem. Um, and you know they're going to be looking to that guy Sky Moore uh, as possibly a Tyreek replacement. I think the Mecole Hardman train has left the building. But listen, look, I've given Mecole Hardman. Three years already. Yeah. And he still can't prove it. Yeah. We gave him so much hype, and he still couldn't do but it. But maybe now with more minutes and more snaps, well, maybe now he, he has to deal with at least three oh, other and Juju. Guys. And Juju Smith-Schuster's over there now, That's too. what I said by JSS. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but, you know, Patty, Patty looked pretty uh, pedestrian a little bit last year, especially in the first half of the season. Uh, I don't know what was going on with him. I don't know if it was offensive line, but it, was, it might have been about, like, bad decision-making because he was – um, you know, just throwing the ball up in the air. He had way more interceptions than he has in the past couple seasons. So we'll see what happens. But I, I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. He should be a top three quarterback off the board. I mean, is he number one for you or two or three? What is he? Three. He's three for you. So yeah, he's definitely a top three quarterback. What did you think? I thought I was going to put him low again. Yeah. I thought yeah. Was, I thought, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I fixed my ego. People like Anakin, Darth Vader, I sensed my own errors. Probably not the good kind, but you'll see later. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. The last person I'm blaming for the adult industry enthusiast, Devontae Adams, choosing to leave the Freestown is Aaron Rodgers and the team themselves. They did the best they could, and it didn't end well. Christian Watson hopefully comes back. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, and Sam Watkins isn't the worst receiving core ever. If Rashad Caldwell can make Brady work and Brady can take him that far, then why couldn't Rodgers? Yeah. Rest in peace, Rashad Caldwell. Aaron Rodgers, being one of the all-time greats, can make just about any wide receiver be decent, and he himself should be as great as always, regardless of age. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best regular season quarterbacks ever. Uh, the best man... regular season emphasis. Another another Eminem diss. Listen, they lost at home in the freezing cold weather ah, yes. against San Francisco. I love the, I love the freezing cold weather. And they put weather. up 10 points. 
Ten. I mean, the biggest argument for Aaron Rodgers is if he had a defense, he'd have more Super Bowl wins. Well, the thing is, the defense is actually rather good. Yeah, now. right now. Last year it was. It helped San Francisco to, I think, well, it had the defense to seven. Thirteen ten San Francisco. I'll give yeah, you they got. I think they. Oh, they got two field goals and then they got that blocked punt touchdown. So that, that wasn't. But if you're Aaron Rodgers, you got to score more than ten points. No offense. I mean, I think they scored a, an easy touchdown in the opening drive, and then they were stalled out the pretty much the rest of the game. Um, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Here's the thing: you got Alan Lazard listed as the wide receiver one right now. Now that Devontae Adams is out, who's next on the like? Who's next? Like on Green Bay, I can't even name you another receiver right now on that team. So, um, you know, if he well, Aaron Rodgers is any indication, he can make anyone work. That's that's. That's the thought process. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know about number two. I think there's too many question marks. I'd probably put Patrick Mahomes ahead of him just because he has that familiarity with Kelsey and, you know, pretty, pretty much Kelsey right now only. But, um, yeah, I think uh, – I, I don't know about Aaron Rodgers right now. Familiar with Kelsey? Then Jonas Valanciunas can go diss him then instead. Yeah. Oh, that dissing was so funny. <laughs> One of my favorite non-Celtics other than Anthony Edwards. There you go. That's just random NBA facts about me. Love it. Not the good way, though. I don't, I, I don't know. Long story. And number one, pains me to say it, but Josh Allen is first on this list. Plenty of weapons, running, not much else needs to be said. Some of you are asking why I don't have a lot of analysis, just because I just there's just not much to say. It's not always negative. There's just, I don't have a lot to say. Yeah, um, I think he's the consensus, at least in fantasy this year, the number one quarterback taken off the board. He does seem to have it all. Um, the only thing he doesn't seem to have is a cool head because uh, he got in a little bit of a shoving match with a defensive tackle in practice the uh, last week uh, because the man pushed I guess him. really who isn't nowadays. Yeah, so he seemed a little bit like a hothead. Maybe he might be getting that prima donna. Uh, oh, I'm the number one quarterback in the league. Don't uh, I should get all these calls. So I don't know. Maybe is he going to take a step back as far as the Russian goes because he has so many more weapons? I mean, with Gabe Davis, Stefan Diggs. Um, who's the other guy they got? Uh, that guy McKenzie was showing out a little bit towards the end of the year. You, you, you went out, you got, you drafted um, uh, the running back, Cook. Dalvin's uh, brother, fun Dalvin's fact. Dalvin's James Cook. Um and then you and Singletary looked pretty good, and then obviously, and then Dawson Knox was pretty good last. So you have a lot of weapons. So is that going to take away from his rushing touchdown abilities? I mean, it, granted, if he's throwing it in, it's still good. But um, you know, it's, it's just something to monitor. Is he going to take a step back from all the rushing that he's been doing just because he has so many more weapons now? I don't know. And now let's get to running backs. Are we going through every position? Running backs, receivers, and tight ends. That's it. Well, four. We're going through the top four. Well. Quarterbacks, running backs. That's a lot. Okay, let's go. Oh, hey. The more the merrier, right? Yeah. You don't agree, do you? <laughs> it's a lot, but let's go. Hey, hey. If I can make it work, they can. Honorable mentions. Damian Harris, Javante Williams, Josh Jacobs, Kareem Hunt, Saquon Barkley, Antonio Gibson, Ezekiel Elliott, Aaron Jones, James Conner, Elijah Mitchell, and Rashad Penny. Two dishonorable mentions, Leonard Fournette and Cam Akers. Solve the riddle yourself. I don't I don't care. Number 10 running back. This is a very interesting one. Christian McCaffrey. Badu gets vilified for his endless, not-in-his-control setbacks. If healthy, it's possible he moves higher than 10th, but having a few change-of-pace people, the backups, it's not the best start. But it could be a now-or-never situation, sadly. Yeah. 
Uh, say the player again. Christian McCaffrey. You have him number 10? Look, I know in the mock drafts he goes like top two or top three. Like top, yeah, top but you five. have to consider that, like, I love him as much as the next person does. But the injuries, you just don't know. Like, you think he's going to be healthy. And then what's next? A freak injury tomorrow? Could be. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, the last season and a half, did he? was he good this season before? I don't know. 2020? Yeah. He, was, he played like three, four games. Okay, so the last two seasons, it's been a little tough drafting Christian McCaffrey. Um, and you know what? People were telling the Panthers that you can't run a guy of this size like they were in 2017, 18, and 19 because he will wear down eventually. And at you know doing flips into the end zone and all this and that, all that that play against Jacksonville highly unsettling when right. he rolled over yeah. in that game against Jacksonville that was kind of scary yeah yeah absolutely was that last year that was 2019 okay so yeah good god we're getting I'm just old. saying like it, this was bound to happen because they were running running him you know however many touches uh, leading the leagues for the last couple some of years. people can handle it some people don't yeah it's so, always well, good to have backup I can see where you're coming but from but they. I, they don't. They're not a fan of overuse of the backup because they're gonna feel like they know they can carry the load, but they're gonna feel unloved. Yeah. But I wish you the best. I Sam. like him. I like. I think he's. I think he deserves to be still be top five. But um, hey, ten. If you if injury concerns are a big deal for you, then yeah, I can see that. And hey, I think I earned my prophet Muhammad, Musan Muhammad. Thank you, Dion Branch. Number nine. What? I don't need. What do you mean? What did you The predict? Super Bowl. When Musa Muhammad got that long touchdown and then John Casey kicked out of bounds uh, and Deion Branch. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, you just have to draw the, hey. the parallels for me a little bit. Hey. That was like 15 years ago, so I don't know. Hey, I'm, 20 hey. years ago almost. Hey, they call me the genius for a reason. I guess so. If, if you need sports experts. You're the guy. Yeah, the Eminem agrees with me. <laughs> Nine, Nick Chubb. It's sad how this dude never gets any consideration for best running man simply for it's probably a combination of Hunt being in the way, but also the team he plays for. But a full-time carries for him, maybe the rushing record. Not sure if the guy in 22 in uh, Music City would agree on that. Yeah, Nick Chubb, he should get a lot of carries, especially in the first six weeks uh, with Jacoby Brissett under... We still don't know if it's six games or... Twelve or the full season. That will be for next week because okay. AFC review. Well, yeah, I'm just saying right now it's six we, games. So we don't know. You'd but imagine also, he's going to get a lot of run with Jacoby Brissett under... Okay, Kareem Hunt has entered the trap. Yeah, but he's... You know, even if you're splitting carries of a team that runs it 60% of the time, like, that's a lot. You know what I mean? Possibly. Yeah, so I still like him. I, I think, again, a top ten is fair. Um, I put him at ninth. Yeah, ninth is fine. Uh, he he sometimes does look like he's like running in molasses. Like he just has a hard time with that that first couple steps, like getting up to speed. But once he does, once he hits that velocity, and he he can he can either barrel or he can outrun some cornerbacks in the league. So um, you know, it's just about finding the holes and making guys miss for him. But um, we'll see. We'll see. How, we'll see how the next again injury concerns with him. He was out a good amount of time last year. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Eight, DeAndre Swift. It's really sad how the dude's talents don't succeed due to constantly always on the hurt report, but also Jamal Williams, the wholesome, has been in the way. Assuming they don't get in the way, top five season could happen, but knowing all of optimism by the Eminem's guy, yeah, it doesn't end well. We wait and see. Which one's us again? DeAndre Swift. Oh, yeah, he's getting a lot of hype out there in Detroit. 
I'll tell you what. I saw an interview with Dan Campbell recently. That guy is intense. He has all these big muscles. My, my third favorite coach in the league. He might be a dummy, but he seems... You know who's <laughs> number two? You know who's number two? No. We do not care. Mike Tomlin. Oh, Tomlin. Tomlin's a good guy. Ah, uh, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, I like Belchick, Tomlin. Tomlin, Dan Campbell. Yeah, that's fair. I like Campbell. Um, it's Swift. I don't know. You know, it's a Detroit running back. How how confident can you really? What was the last Detroit running back you had confidence in? Barry Sanders, or um, what was that freaking guy's name a couple years ago? Sounded like Carryon Johnson. No, Carryon Johnson stunk. Even before that, Reggie Bush. No, it was around that time, though. Oh. Jobbit Best? No, it was around that time. Oh, I cannot remember. Joik Bell? Joik Bell. That's what I'm thinking of. Good call. Uh, Joik Bell was the last the time. The thing I is, he was of... actually promising. It year, just didn't end well. He had a year or two where he was pretty decent, actually. Uh, but yeah, Swift, I think a lot of people are counting on him. I think they got rid of a lot of fat over there, so I think it's mainly just him in the back. Like he is the definitive number one, and then it, like uh, Jamal Williams and Justin Jackson, might I add? No, that, I'm not worried about that at all. Well, Jamal Williams, whenever he comes in, he does something. Yeah, I mean, I like Javante Williams, but he had his chance last year, and they Jamal didn't do, Jamal Williams, but he didn't have anything to really offer last year. So I think he, uh, I think he's easily going to take the back seat here, and it's going to be Swift's backfield, and uh, let's you just. Know. Let's Goff, just hope he's not going to get injured. They got a little bit of confidence towards the end of the season last year, and if they can care, if Campbell can convince these losers that they can uh, put together a decent season and maybe get like seven wins, he then I like the I like Swift. Fringe wild card team. You never. Yeah, never. Come on. Oh, what you think? I mean, I think I call I you, predicted them winning you, the division a few years ago. So. You said last year and Lions. Hey, have you seen how bad the NFC is? It's basically the Jedi exterminated. Yeah. Yeah, oh my God. I don't even... Oh, two weeks from now, it's going to be a lot of rants. You Love wait. it. Love it. Love my misery and suffering. My favorite. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Yoda, Phantom Menace. They might finish second this year in that in the North. Oh, Minnesota. You have so much hype and you still can't and the, do it. And, oh. and the Bears. I mean, I think they can do it. Let's wait and see. Number seven... David Montgomery. Speaking of the Bears, huh? DeMont. Being on the Hurt Report isn't the best start, but at the same time, he's not used enough, but Khalil Herbert emerging isn't the best start. Give DeMont the ball, he's going to be weekly 20 points. Used properly, with you have no weapons around it, little to no weapons, David Montgomery could be a top five next year. Stays or not, he's a free agent next March, so we don't know. David Montgomery, number seven. Yeah, he's okay. I like David. Again, top ten, definitely. I never, I don't think I've ever owned him in any of my leagues. So like, I haven't really, like, taken the time. Like, when I own a running back, sometimes I'll just watch that game exclusively at like one o'clock. I'll just have a TV. You still get non flashbacks when you think of Saquon in that <laughs> that Jets game. Yes, I do. Uh, I was very excited for that game. <laughs> That was brutal. Uh, yes, I still think of that game. So yeah, I mean, I never really sat and watched him. I just kind of see the highlights. And from what I see in the highlights, yeah, they're always great plays. But then, you know, you don't you don't see the bad ones. So, um, you know, I, I the verdict's still out on David Montgomery. I think he's definitely, t- again, at seven, I think you have him. Um, I like Dave. Why not? Give me Dave. What about Alvin Kamara? <laughs> uh, what about Alvin Kamara? D- don't you like him? No. Yeah, really. he's an idiot. No, he scored six touchdowns against me in the championship. And he's an idiot. Oh, yeah, he punched someone or something. And then you see the leaked photos. That'll be a story oh, two weeks was, from like, now. Leading, right? That'll be two weeks from now, NFC. Yeah. Number six, ironically, Joe Mixon. 
This dude seems to always be underrated, whether it be on the reports, just always left out of discussions. This man should be headed for another dominant season. Yeah, I like Joe Mixon a lot. Um, I've owned Joe Mixon in the past, especially I think his rookie. I think I owned him a good amount, and I always called him Stinky Joe Mixon. Uh, he was very underwhelming for where I drafted him, and it was just like, uh. Well, 2020, like, he was injured pretty much all season. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I drafted him, so it's it's frustrating. Uh, and then last year, he did it. He he got over the hump. He stayed healthy, and he helped his team make it to the Super Bowl. So um, I like him. I think he's a top five, to be honest, but I, I, know, I have no problem with the six. Number five, Austin Eckler. Some people get the impression that he might end up with a similar role, wanting to be sure everyone is healthy. You don't want to overuse a front man. It's no wonder... Eddie George and Larry Johnson weren't the same after the over-the-top workloads of 400-plus carries. They weren't really the same after that. But still, big-time numbers should happen almost all the time. Yeah, uh, you know, Austin, he's on. A, he's going to be on a high-powered offense. Uh, he should get some good inside-the-five running opportunities or uh, whatnot. So he will be valuable i mean top five is fair uh he's 27 years old uh so he's towards the end of his prime right now for the most part i mean he he kind of just got the the role what last year two years ago for yeah, the most part through kinda, injuries you kind of have to work your way up yeah the first two years it was your basic occasional promise special teams mm -hmm. 2019 he got more playing time but not enough used and last year and this year. I don't see him as, like, super flashy, though. I mean, he's impressive. He's like, not going to get you, like, a 1,000 rushing yards. He's more or less, of, if you can get, like, receiving and running, yeah. but you can't really run. In a PPR league, I can see him being pretty valuable. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, five is fair, but um, I'm, I don't know if I'm 100% sold on Austin, to be honest. What isn't this guy sold on nowadays? Uh, pretty much. I'm, I'm skeptical about a lot of things. Eminem uh, felt the same. For Dalvin Cook, you're not a fan of the Eminem uh, persona, aren't you, my friend? Eh, he's okay. Eh, he disses a lot of people. He hasn't really adapted his music styles through the years. He's kind of just stayed at, like, the same guy. He's. Been I mean, he's a rapper. 19. Yeah, he can change. Lincoln Park can do, like, a gajillion genres. Yeah. <sighs> Lincoln Park. For Dalvin Cook, kind of surprised he only had four and a half plus games. And not as great as in the catching game, but honestly, I imagine that will change this season. We all assumed he has... 1,400, not ironically, no, but Dalvin Cook will still be great. Yeah, uh, Minnesota, I think they're going to be pretty stinky this year. I think, I mean, they still have Justin Jefferson and Dalvin, and but they have Kirk Cousins. That's the problem, I guess. Um, so, yeah. Well, I mean, you can make that two punching bags now. Yeah, I mean, he used to be, uh, he tore his ACL pretty early on in rookie his career, year. rookie year, and he's been pretty great and consistent since then. Uh, I, I can't see ways that he's really going to regress, so... Uh, yeah, Dalvin. Three, Najee Harris. The mm. fact that the additional running game hands are mostly bad, all of the work code cut down have been rumored. Najee Harris should be getting the ball a ton. Maybe he ends up first next season. 74 receptions this past season. Yeah, great season's about to happen. We can all sense it. Jedi couldn't sense Palpatine, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Najee, I owned him last year, and so I watched him a great deal. And, and it worked out for you, didn't it? Not really. How? Um, How did it not work out? He put up great numbers. I had a great team, and it didn't work out. Um, I ended up trading him for a first-round pick this year. Uh, that's why. I, I ended up somehow starting this. I had a great team, and Wait, I ended up— you trade him for—you can trade picks in fantasy? Right, in our league, yeah. 
So if a team is can doing, you, if a team so you, can you you basically would swap then in this case because you know you have to have a first round pick. Yeah, so I would. I, I just would, want to be sure. I would give him a. He would give me a first rounder, and I would give him like a tenth rounder back because you have to have the same amount of draft picks. So, so you just swap. Well, I get his. I get that person's first, and they get my tenth. So I mean, you get two first rounders now, um, for next year. Uh, so yeah, Najee, he got a lot of opportunity. He did a good amount, but he wasn't really. He wasn't. His O line was not that great. Yeah, his O line wasn't great, but he wasn't. He was consistent, but he wasn't dropping whoppers, as I call. Whoppers are very important to me, because a whopper Uh, is twenty five points, or like maybe like twenty three. As a Burger King fan, I do like whoppers. Whoppers with cheese. Um, so you need to get whoppers if you're on my team. If you're my, if you're, he was my first round pick. If you're not getting whopper, if you're my first round pick and you're not getting whoppers, you're underperforming. So he was. So your expectation is twenty five plus. At least a few times. He said he was he was always consistent. He was getting between like fifteen and like nineteen. Fifteen and maybe twenty one. Twenty is good. I like twenty. But like he was just kind of middling. And like, yeah, he would get his hundred yards, but he wouldn't get his touchdown. And then the next game he would get a touchdown, but he would end with like seventy yards. So it was like he was always like just middling right there and, and just not you were blowing expecting up. LT numbers? Yes. For, uh, yeah, it was for somebody who was touching the ball twenty five. 25 times a game, 30 times a game. Yeah, I was expecting a little bit more. So second year, is that a sophomore slump or is that a – is getting rid of Big Ben and getting Mitchell Trubisky, is Slash that going to help him? Kenny or Pickett. Kenny Pickett, but they're going to start Trubisky because they want to kind of wean Pickett in. I don't mind Trubisky. I never minded Trubisky. Um, this is the same guy who hates Kirk Cousins but adores Trubisky. If that's not Eminem, then I don't know what is. Yeah. So I will see. We'll see what happens. You just uh, you always think Trubisky is going to make the leap, don't you? I like I like Najee, but we'll I don't know if getting uh, Trubisky is an. So you I, think, I think Trubisky, Trubisky is an upgrade on last year's? Big and you guy. still think that Kirk Cousins sucks? Look, I agree too. Yes, he does. Suck. But then why do you think Trubisky is good then? Because he's still young and he's getting more, and he's going to get an opportunity to actually do something here. Because he was he was starting his rookie year. They he didn't ask to be traded up to Chicago. He was just he was a pretty good prospect coming in. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get to that level. I mean, dude, every century, dating back to before this podcast was even alive, the Bears always had the defense bailing them out, and you couldn't rely. You could probably get, like— The Bills? The Bears. Bears? You could probably get um, Nathan Biederman a Super Bowl back then. No. But the defense always bails out the QB. No, Trent Dilfer in 2000 is any indication they could do that. Trubisky's you know? not that bad. Oh, and remember, as I say on this Messenger all the time, if they can get Rex Grossman there, they can get anybody. I don't I'll know. I'll take Najee in the first round. I'm not scared. <laughs> yeah, my Rex Grossman obsession isn't exactly uh, helpful, isn't it, my friend? I like Trubisky. Give me the tattoo. A tattoo. Uh, number two, controversial opinion, Derrick Henry. Wow. You'll see why. Putting up amazing stats in few games plays impressive. He might have just beat 2,105 yard record if the foot didn't get in the way. It's possible the record is passed, although a lot would have to happen. People believe in the 2000s where running men were always useful. Someone could have a chance. Jamal Lewis, Chris Johnson, Barry Sanders, Charles Davis, and somehow three decades later, nobody's beaten it. And we don't know how. Derek Henry, number two. Yeah. Um, yeah, he broke his foot last week, last year, or something. He Thought was, was like broken. the outlier of first to second in rushing yards. Yeah. Like he was far and away everyone else. I think uh, I think he should drop down a few numbers this year. I am a little bit worried about his health. I mean, that speed 
is is pretty ruthless. He's a big guy. He has like pretty ridiculous breakaway speed. He can stiff arm guys into the nether realm. But I don't know. I, I I'm always so skeptical about Derrick Henry. Even when his blow, even when he's doing unbelievable things, I'm still very skeptical about him. So I don't know. I think is this the year that he takes a step back? I maybe. So and when I say step back, just doing less than what he has done. Uh, but it seems like the Titans are going through like a mini rebuild. You know, trading off AJ Brown. Uh, I can't even name a receiver on their team right now. Robert Woods. Oh, they went and, and got Traylon Burks. Traylon what? Traylon Burks. Traylon who? Burks. What? Burks from okay. the draft. Oh, that will be a AFC review next okay. week. Uh, so we have that. You know, Burks. Uh, you got this other guy. You have uh, I don't even know. You who do you have a tight end? Feitner, Frisker, Feisker. What's that guy? The Titans. Titans. Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Okay. Yeah. Well, of, yeah. Of course. He had and, one then, and then there's a draft pick who's really hyped, but names will be brought. There's up a later. Hawaiian receiver over there, like Ikawaku. Think us from Dallas. Okay, whatever. Um, yeah, Nick, it's, next, I don't know. it's Nick Westbrook. Ikine. I think. I think uh, that the number three receiver, Nick Westbrook. Ikine. I think the division is going to run through Indy this year, and I'm guessing that's your number one guy. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know how the I don't know what the Titans are going to do this year. But well, they're they're total fifty fifty for me of how they. How uh, they number one, uh, I'll I'll let you guess. Oh, it's Jonathan Taylor. obviously. Yes. Edgar was, and James is a very proud man. He's good. Ten one hundred plus games last year, and yeah, Carson Wentz, you suck. Do you remember I was talking about whoppers? Almost guaranteed to have one. Jonathan Taylor is a walking whopper. He. Dropped 40 points for me in one game. He dropped 35 another time. He's a walking whopper. Yeah. I love Jonathan Taylor. I traded for him last year. Um, and uh, yeah, Trading he, for top-tier running backs. And he totally changed my season. Uh, it was like right before he started going hamburgers, too. So it was a good trade. Um, so, yeah. Um, I did notice. Did you leave Alvin Kamara off the list? Wow. Well, hey, so hey, 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 hey. Be stupid. Be stupid. End of story. Okay. Why did you... This is what I told you, Terry. You shouldn't have moved there in the first place. You know, at this point, if I ever got invited to the Pro Bowl in Vegas, no damn way. Yeah. I mean, hey, move it to, move it to Lambeau. Why Deal with it. Just go to Vegas. Who cares? What the, are you going to do? The adult film stars like things they do there. Okay. And it's leading to Henry Ruggs and all this stuff. It's called Sin City, bud. It's a place where you go and, like... You get different, like you just go and like act not the way you usually do. Yeah, move the Pro Bowl to Lambeau. I don't care. I'm being realistic. Vegas Moving is on. fine. No, that's not paying no, Vegas. Green Bay's better. Um, anyone? The what are you laughing at me for? <laughs> what are you laughing at me for? What the hell's in Green Bay? Cheese. Well, hey, it's. It, it, I mean, I mean, hey, I'm the one who wants competitive Canadian balance. Canadian goose jackets. Hey, I'm the one who wants competitive <laughs> balance. They just, they're like, you're starting to sound like a separatist. Yeah. yeah. Anyone on the what? Oh God. Anyone the Patriots keep sleeping, wide receiver honorable mentions, Elijah Moore, Jalen Waddell, Deontay Johnson, Rashad Bateman, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Michael Pittman Jr., Brandon Cooks, Keenan Allen, Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Terry McLaurin, Adam Thielen, Darnell Mooney, Amon Ross St. Brown, Michael Thomas, D.J. Moore, Mike Evans, Marquise Brown, although he's an idiot, D.K. Metcalf, Tarlog, and whatever else I missed. Two dishonorable mentions, Chris Godwin and Alan Quittinson. I don't care. Alan Quittinson. Who's that? Alan. Alan Robinson. Oh. F that guy. Quittinson. 
Doesn't it's, it rob with rhyme? Hey, rob, rob, rhyme with rob. It's real. It's realism, my friend. So wait, you just don't like him because he went to the Rams? Fakers, fraudulers, scams. The man, sue me. The man had Blake Bortles throwing to him. Yeah, like could have went to the. Yeah, could have went to the Packers. Damn it. Yeah, yeah they got I mean, again the weather. Who would you rather play? Green Bay. Yeah, you built. Yeah, I, I bet you don't even go outside in the winter with a short sleeve shirt on. I don't. I have to wear it long. I have to. I always wear a jacket. Okay. Yeah, you. I'm not a fan of your. L.A. Defendants. It makes me think you're a separatist. Separatist? Revenge of the Sith. Great movie. Wow. <laughs> Number 10, DJ Moore. I'm sensing he might turn to the next Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, where he can put up amazing stats but constantly has to deal with bad frontmen from a beyond oh. repair Cam Newton, Kyle Allen, Will Greer, Teddy Bridgewater, P.J. Walker, Sam Darnold, and now possibly Baker Mayfield. If number six can at least be above average, maybe a Moose Muhammad, Steve Smith season may very well happen. I'm surprised the dude has never had a 200-plus game at any point. His most is 157 from 2018. Having a few touchdowns, it's pretty much the same as Andre Johnson, so it's not surprising. Wow. So DJ Moore in the top 10? Yep. That's bold. That, my friend, is what we call bold. Because uh, his ADP is like wide receiver, like 25 right now. So, um, yeah, um, I, don't agree, I don't agree with you that he should be in the top 10. Uh, I can probably name 10 other guys off the top of my head that are better. But, hey, we're all waiting for that DJ Moore explosiveness uh, season to come through. How many touchdowns is he averaging in the last uh, three years, DJ Moore, off the top of your head? Not off the top of your head. Just guess. You don't have to look it up. He had four last year. He had four. He's, he's only had 14 his whole career. Yes. He's averaging four touchdowns a year. That's for the past. 3.5. 3.5. So, I mean, for we're talking fantasy here. Come on. So unless he's allergic to the end zone, he yeah, his yards, his catches are all pretty good. But without those six points, you're not getting whoppers. So put him in the top ten. I need a whopper. I need a whopper guy. Eh, sometimes I guess I guess that he's the only big name there. And so. the thing is, he he will get he'll get you one whopper early in the season, and then that's going to get you thinking all year. More thirties. Oh yeah, yeah. He's like, and oh, then it's like finally, less than twenty, but finally. more than ten. Probably not right. enough to win you. He'll get you like nine to twelve points, and you're like, ah, that's I'm like that's okay, but I think I, I, you know, if you're putting him as a wide receiver one, that your nine to twelve ain't gonna cut it. Nine T Higgins, always wow. underrated, whether it be Jamar Chase being around for not just getting any respect. Period. With Burrow getting better each day, he should put up top ten receiving yards. Uh, yeah. So I'm guessing you have two Bengals players in the yes. top ten. Uh, so T. Higgins, I like T. Higgins. He's got great hands. He's a pretty big body, um, and he's young. And the, you know that whole um, uh, Bengals offense is young. So yeah, T. Higgins. I, I actually kind of I think it's a bold pick, but I actually like it because I do think he actually, you know. And you have Jamar Chase on the other side. So which one of those guys is going to be taking the double team? So if Jamar Chase is getting the double team, Higgins is going to be open, or Higgins will be able to. You know, make some space. I don't know about get open, but and then same thing. Of if you're doubling Higgins, you're getting screwed against Chase. So um, pick your poison type of defense. I'm sure they're going to be seeing a lot of zones, maybe four deep zones or something like that, um, to try to take away that deep ball and force Joe Burrow to kind of pick pick his way down the field. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like T. Higgins. I think that's a bold pick, but I kind of like it. Eight Tyreek Hill. 
If Palpatine's any indication, his overconfidence might very well haunt him. Who could even say for sure at this point? The frontman downgrade. I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, it's kind of uh, up in the air with him. Um, I, Tua is his biggest question mark. Obviously, Tyreek has breakaway speed, great um, running routes, and ability to get open. But you know what? A lot of that could have been freaking um, um, – that could have been all of Mahomes. Like, not all of Mahomes, but, like, Mahomes' ability to keep a play alive, scramble in the backfield, and then throw it down – 40 yards to an open Tyree kill who happened to get open after 10 seconds of Mahomes scrambling. Can Tua, can Tua do that? I don't think so. You know, especially going, he's a lefty and just like the whole dynamic of going from Patrick Mahomes, who's a righty to now, I don't know. It's, you got to think there's got to be something there from a receiver, uh, which way the ball's coming from you, uh, coming to you from, you know, I just think it's a big change and I don't know. Again, his biggest question mark is Tua and I just don't know if Tua's the guy. Seven, Debo Samuel. They finally paid the dude. Whether it's Jimmy G or Trey Lance, it's a possible change may end up on the top five. I think seven was only fair. I like Debo. Um, yeah, I, he just doesn't want to be a running back. Uh, let him be a wide receiver, even though I think a lot he was great as a running back, or he was great coming out of the and backfield. You, frankly, you don't need him to be a running back. No, you don't, but he was... I mean, he was really good at it, and a lot of his fantasy points from last year came from him just getting the ball Sometimes and Sometimes you had a bad receiving day, yeah. bailed out by rushing. Right, right. So but it's, it's not going to work every week. No, and we have, again, along with uh, Terry Kill, we have Trey Lance, who's kind of a question mark. Is he going to make that jump? And, you know, is he going to make that jump? That's pretty much all I, I have to ask. Six, C.D. Lamb. Sometimes I find it hard to believe he didn't have more receiving yards last season, but with Cedric Wilson in Miami and Michael Gallup not going to be around for a while, James Washington out six to ten weeks, new man Jalen Tolbert, he could be on his way to more than 1,400 receiving yards. Uh, who was it again? C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. Yeah, question mark here. Uh, entering his third year, Amari Cooper just left, so they have enough faith in C.D. Lamb to be the guy um, that guy Gallup's going to be out for a little bit more time. I think he tore his ACL like last season, so he's taking in January week seventeen. Wow, that's late. Uh, so he's not going to be around till probably week six, if that. And he's even when he comes back, who knows what to uh, expect from him? But James so, Washington out six to ten weeks, and he's out. So yeah, Ceedee Lamb, number one guy. He's probably going to get fed ten targets a game at this point. Um, Next thing you know, twenty. And then you, I mean, the only other person I can really name right now is Dalton Schultz. Uh, who's going to be catching a good amount of balls since there's injuries everywhere, it seems, in Dallas. And you never know. I mean, there could be a guy in training camp who's pretty good. We don't know. So That's the Cowboys for you. That's the Cowboys. For Stephon Diggs, I imagine more or less the same as the last two years. Not sure what would get in the way. Stephon Diggs is a route-running beast. Um, you have Josh Allen, whose confidence is beaming right now. Stephon Diggs should be in really good shape next year but again yeah i mean they have they have a lot of weapons over there all of a sudden so maybe his targets come back a very little bit but you know i think i think teams are smart enough to know when they have a guy like that that they, you kind of have to feed them even if other guys are emerging so we'll see three jamar chase still believe he's underrated for so many reasons fantasy and overall but maybe he silences the haters who always bring up his struggles in the playoffs that say he said he wasn't able to catch last year and we all remember how that ended so 
Yeah, I was uh, one of those believers last year going into the draft that he was, uh, you know, uh, the the stripe on the ball or something was messing him up. There was there was talk about that, like the the college footballs have stripes along it, and then the NFL ones don't. And everyone's like, there was a story that was out, like, oh, because the whatever he was dropping a lot of balls in minicamp and. It fed into the draft. He ended up going in like the fourth or fifth round or whatever. Uh, And he was unbelievable last year. Um, You would think that there will be some sort of regression with him. Because if you look a lot at a lot of his plays, like they were like he would catch the ball on a slant and then make a bunch of guys like at least a few times this happened. He would make a a couple guys miss and then his breakaway speed would take him into the end zone for like a 70 yard touchdown, 50 yard touchdown or whatever. And, you know, if it was a normal a normal play would be he gets tackled after, you know, getting that catch and maybe like 15, 20 yards or whatever. So I would think that there might be some regression. I don't think he's a game breaker. Like he's going to catch and score like every game. Um, but I could be wrong. I was wrong about him last year. I could be wrong about him this year. I don't know. It's a tough call with uh, Jamar Chase. But, you know, those Bengals, like I said, they're young. They're hot. They're confident. So that offense is going to be coming in, uh, expecting to blow teams out on the imagine Two, Justin Jefferson. This guy is pretty much the stereotypical because he plays in a sub-zero state. Likes to play indoors, might I add. No one respects him. It's a shame. The whole north of the U.S. gets no love for its star players anymore just because of internet stupidity and it's goddamn... What do you... Nothing. I'm... Go ahead. And the stupid notion you'll get two podcasts from now. Main point, this dude is set up for another great season. So when I told you I traded for Jonathan Taylor earlier, I had to trade Justin Jefferson... And I think George Kittle, or, or no, Dawson. I think it was Dawson Knox uh, for Jonathan Taylor. So Justin Jefferson is a good player. There's no denying that. Um, he is uh, a kind of a game breaker. Um, again, his biggest problem is his, his quarterback. Um, we'll see. I, that's pretty much all I have. That's, you know, Justin Jefferson's good. <sighs> Number one, pains me to say it again, Cooper Cup. Cup. Yeah. Did you leave Devontae Adams off? Number five. Do we skip five? Yeah. Okay. It's my fault. All good. People are probably going to say, well, he's been top three for the last few years, so why is he slightly lower? First of all, in the nice city of Green Bay, he didn't have to deal with as much of any competition. As the years went by, nowadays being in Arrestsville, Hunter Renfro will be in the way and going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. We have to wait and see, but slight downgrade. I think five was only fair. I like Devontae Adams. He's, um, now that he's not having that anti-vax freak throwing him the ball, uh, <laughs> Dude, do you really just hate my love for small cities, or are you just trying to make me look bad? No, I just don't like Aaron Rodgers. I think you know that. Why? Um, I don't know. He's, he's like a greaseball. And he's, and he's weird. I think he's a weird guy. I think that's okay to say somebody's weird. Um, so he, uh, he went to his old college quarterback, Derek Carr, in Vegas. And there was a funny video that came up. Uh, Hunter Renfro ordered an Uber for him and his teammates and he got an uber x and so hunter renfro was sitting in the front and then like i think Derek carr Devonte adams and another guy were sitting in the back and they were all like tucked into this little prius and like if you think about it that prius probably had like 200 million dollars worth of cargo inside of it uh so it's funny everyone was cramped up and they're like oh i'm not letting hunter renfro yeah uh, that's, that's that's henry ruggs they're probably gonna give me yeah uh, <laughs> i actually genuinely believe that henry ruggs is the reason for all this uh, probably maybe with what happened nine months ago, they probably just got them the impression that don't do this again. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Um, so yeah, um, 
Um, yeah, I mean, Devontae Adams is good, and I hope he plays really well. And I hope Oakland makes some noise this year. I'm sorry, Vegas makes some noise this year. Um, because that, that whole West division is actually pretty awesome right now between the Chiefs. You got Russ and the Broncos. Chargers, oh my God, that division is probably the best division in football right now. Uh, I hope the AFC North lost something to say about that. AFC North, Bengals. No, Pittsburgh's probably not going to make no, that much. No, yeah, Mike Tomlin, well. he's going to make. He can make any team. And work. then the Browns, and then yeah, it's probably. I think it's the well, Ravens, Bengals. I, I do. I do like North for reasons. True. I just hate being belittled for it. Sure. But hey, we all like her. What we like, right? That's right. Knowing internet crucified. Yeah. End of story. Sure. You're probably wondering where I got crucified from. Uh, yeah. Thousand ways to die. Is it really? Yes. One of the segments is called Crusa Fried. Nice. Ah, that show. We can all relate to it in today, can we, boss? Can you even watch it anymore? Uh, you have to go to, like, those illegal streaming services. Oh, my. Oh. What? Bad boy. No, I'm just kidding. Everyone pirates. Go ahead. What's number one? Let's hear it. Let's hear number one. (laughs) Cooper Cup again. Oh, yeah. I have to deal with trailer trash holes, so... Did you like that I made a portmanteau? Trash holes, yeah. I didn't want to put up with it, so I, I had to do it. Okay. Uh, I like Cooper. Um, he's To see a guy of that size do what he did and make those catches, I mean, that game against the Bucks last year in the playoffs, um, my goodness, that was that was a game. That was, I mean, it seemed that there was a solid 15 minutes where neither team really wanted to win the game because they were like – turnover after turnover and the Rams had a yeah whatever but he made that unbelievable over the shoulder catch in the middle of the field to get the easy field goal uh, I like Cooper he guys a guys a route running machine great feet great hands great yeah, eyes you can tell great I'm movement a, you can tell I'm uh getting flashbacks yes 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 so yeah Give, uh, Cooper Cup probably is the number one. What, where, let me ask you something. Where do you draft Cooper Cup? Like, if you have the number one pick. I'm not going to draft him. No matter what, I'm not drafting him. No, oh, okay. It's a policy whenever I do fantasy. Don't I, draft the best I'm, guys? I'm, I'm self-governing. Gotcha. No L.A. allowed. End of story. No L.A., so just even the Chargers? Oh, maybe one. Uh, if, if it's like kind of going back on your... I mean, why is one good and one's not? They both move there. Justin Herbert. He looks like Anakin. I love Hayden Christensen. Even though it's not Hayden Christensen who plays the version of Did him. Did you watch Kenobi? Oh, yeah. It was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah? Did you? No, I heard it sucked. It was kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, I would allow maybe one charger, perhaps. But, yeah. L.A., get out of my life. Okay. They're in your head, so I don't know how they can get out of your life. Dude, so I want competitive balance. They're living rent, rent you're free. Like, you're like Newt Gunray. You, you're a separatist for all this. They're, li- they're living rent-free in your head. Dude, I want competitive balance. This world feces, doesn't want it. There's feces all over the walls. And they're hey. telling the landlord, you, to come clean it up. Hey, I'm the one who... you like Bill Burr. I'd want one who wants competitive balance. This whole world of Palpatines just wants it to be two-team... Hour to 60, goddamn six. Yeah. Okay. Five tight ends with many honorable mentions and then a few speed round questions. Hunter Henry, Dawson Knox, Mike Isicki, Hayden Hurst, Pat Fryamuth, the masshole, might I add. These are honorable mentions? Yeah, I love Pat Fryamuth. He should be number one. Massholes get everything. I didn't know. I'm surprised you're such a Steelers lover. Uh, I know they've been kind of Patriots like, well, you're uh, boasting about. 
Mike Tomlin. Okay, he's a factually awesome. Matt, he's Pat funny. Fryer he's a asshole. Also, I like this. Oh, I, Waxing poetically about the Pittsburgh well, hey, Steelers. I like here. the Steelers. I like Pittsburgh. Rams, go to hell. End of story. Scams. I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. No more. David Njoku, Albert Uquigbanon. Njoku? Where is Njoku. he? Njoku. He's honorable mention. Is he on the Browns still? Yes. This he, guy. You got that big, four, like, 56.71 million contract. How the hell I don't know why the this? hell. How the hell is he doing this? He hasn't done, like, anything in the last I thought I may as well give him honorable mention. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I get it. I, Albert Uquigbanon, Dalton Schultz, Dallas Ooh. Goddard, Ooh. Irv Smith, Cole Komet, TJ Hawkinson, Zach Ertz, and Noah Fant. Again, there's only five tight ends, so that's the reason why so many big names That are. makes sense. I've said it many times. My short analysis isn't because I'm mad. Sometimes there isn't much that needs to be brought up. Besides, boss has more ideas than me. I do. And here you are, your snow-loving masshole who doesn't know what he's saying most of the time. Masshole's actually not that bad sometimes. No, nah, it's okay. Number five, Darren Waller. When he was banged up against the Cowboys, he was still putting up very good results, and I imagine he'll repeat this year even though he's 30. I think Waller will still be great, even though, yeah. Who was it again? Sorry. Darren Waller. Yeah, Darren Waller. I think that's fair at number five, because I think he had a little bit of a high ADP last year. I think he was the second. I mean, he was hurt. Yeah. But he wasn't exactly putting up whoppers. I need whoppers. Uh, Two, yeah, I think he was the second tight end taken off the board last year. Very high on the ADP. Uh, I think five is a little bit more fair here, because he does have a lot of great abilities. I think in the first game of last year, he went off. He's got like two touchdowns and a hundred yards. So everyone was like, okay, that's why he had such a big ADP. He's going to go off this year. And then he either got hurt or he just kind of disappears from games sometimes. And I think he still gets a good amount of targets. You know, it was like 50, 50. Sometimes he would just go to halftime. Sometimes with like, he's great. You can notice he's not great sometimes. Yeah. But I think five was only fair. I think five is very fair for him because his ADP was too high last year. And if he can stay healthy, he – but, you know, he's really thin for a tight end too. He's like – he's almost like a tall wide receiver. Um, so, I don't know. I think I think that's fair. But, um, you know, I, I'd be a little skeptical still. The whoppers you always bring up. It reminds me. I went to Burger King last Friday. You go, you're going again today no, no, no. with all the talk about no, it? No, I went there last Friday with my mom. Yeah. It was great. Yeah? I had a Whopper, mozzarella sticks, wow. nuggets, and fries. Wow. And the sodas. What a day. Ah. What kind of soda you got? I vary sometimes. It's Fanta, Diet Coke, Dr. Pepper. Ah, I love my family. Wow. I love it. Hey. Good to hear. They have fun with family. It's always something to Absolutely. do, right? For George Kittle. Skittles, might I add. I remember times last year, especially near the end, he wasn't as good. Like, he had that one great game against Seattle, mm-hmm. and he kind of disappeared at the end. He probably cost a lot of fantasy owners. I hate you! Like, Anakin. Yeah. Because you know how sometimes, like, near the end, he had some bad performances? Mm-hmm. I imagine if you had him... I did. Oh, if you played against him, he would have had six touchdowns. Yeah. By the way, the Saints did nothing wrong. I'm... Just going to leave it at that. Okay. He's still one of the best in the business. Kittle? Yes. Um, Yeah, injury concerns are probably his biggest problem. I think he's still fairly young. I think he's like 26 probably. But, um, yeah, Kittle, he's okay. I don't mind him. He just, like, needs to stay, A, stay healthy. And actually put up the numbers we expect. Yeah. Yeah, pretty honestly, pretty much. That's that's pretty much my two words of advice. But again, Trey Lance, we don't know what's going on with Trey Lance. Well, we'll he's getting the hype. 
which not great with the training camp reviews, but eh, they said that about Jamar and look what happened. Sure. Three, Kyle Pitts. This dude is going to be million covered unless Drake London isn't Nikhil Harry. He only had one touchdown last year. Algie Crumbler will be watching. He only had one touchdown last year, Kyle Pitts? Yes. Wow. Um, okay, well, you know, quarterback change in Atlanta. Uh, who the hell is the quarterback in Atlanta? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. Wow. Mm. And they drafted Desmond Ritter. And they go, okay. Um, I don't know how you can have Kyle Pitts so high. I know he's, like, very talented tight end. Um, you know, you know, John Hopkins can make every garbage quarterback in Houston work, right? Yes. So yeah. if that's any indication, then Pitts could yes. do the same. That one very talented wide receiver can do it uh, than every other tight end in the league. George Kittle can make Nick Mullins and CJ Beathard. Nick Mullins wasn't that bad. Um, <laughs> um, but Mariota, yeah, I mean, he looked pretty – he flashed a little bit of – style in Oakland last year as the backup. They'd bring him in, do a couple run plays or whatever, this or that. But as the main guy, I don't know if I can trust him. He's a little injury prone. Um I I can't I honestly can't expect him to even be on the field week one. So then you gotta think of who they got in the backup. I'm guessing they're gonna put this rookie in that they drafted. If it doesn't work out. If it doesn't if he gets injured the like next thing you know, you get the the Brady to Jones treatment. Yeah. Yeah, or the Herbert, the Tyrod Taylor. Herbert. Uh, knowing the knowing the Falcons, you're just they're gonna find a way to mess up. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair too. Uh, yeah, I think Pitts is a little high here. I know he's mega talented, but quarterback concerns and like you said, double teams uh, might not be worth it for me. Number two, Mark Andrews might be the only reason the Ravens didn't bother addressing the receiving core. But at the same time, the numbers were great last year with and with idiot in the Redbirds. You know who idiot is, right? Yes. Because why the hell do you have to do something stupid? Yeah, sure. People are stupid. He might be better than last year, Mark Andrews. Uh, I'd like Mark Andrews. Uh, Lamar had a really solid connection with him last year. And uh, Huntley. And Huntley. And Huntley was hitting him towards the end of the year. Uh, it seems like he kind of figured it out there at the end of the year. And uh, it looked like the Ravens were getting more – the offense was getting more trust in him. And they were giving him more opportunities. And he was having some great games. And – He's a pretty good catch and run guy too, so I like Mark Andrews. Uh, yeah, I think he's. I think it's a fair number two uh, situation for him. Number one, Travis Kelsey. Well, Jonas Valanciunas essentially. Now that Tyreek Hill is traded and with a lot of depth, but not exactly a star receiver, the numbers will still be dominant, even if Tony Gonzalez is any indication. Yeah, uh, Kelsey, number one, no brainer. Very talented. A little bit older. Might get a little bit more double team this year, but I'd imagine he was getting double teams a good amount uh, during his career, and they still couldn't figure him out. So, but then you know they go to Tyreek Hill, and now that Tyreek Hill's gone, who knows? But yeah, I think you uh, you have to put your trust in Kelsey. I, I'm guessing he's going in the first round, like again late in the first round, maybe early second. I'm not a huge fan of drafting tight ends that early, but because I have an extra first round pick this year, maybe I'll consider it. Now for speed round. First, most underrated QB for fantasy. Uh, you know what? Let me pull up my little list here. Underrated in your opinion, not based on the average. No, episode. yeah, I got you. Um, you know, Derek Carr. Let me go with Derek Carr here. Um, he's got some really good weapons. He has a really good rapport with our boy. Um, he has a good rapport with both of his number one receivers. Hunter. Our, our boy, 
Hunter and what's, Devontae. What's in it for me? Devontae Adams and Hunter. He has a good report with both of them. Okay, why, is it, why am I in this then? Yeah, our I'm boy. I'm not a fan. Our boy. Uh, I'm not. Hunter Brook, bro. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not exactly a Show us the laptop, dude. Hunter. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, I think Derek Carr is is my pick because, again, I, I just think they're pretty loaded. I think that the whole, they played really well last year. I, got, I think they got lucky in a lot of games. And I think they were lucky to even be in the playoffs. But you know what? They made the playoffs. Oh, hey, I told you, Brandon Staley's the worst. Yeah. Oh, AFC review next week should be something. True. Uh, for me, Jalen Hurts. Okay. You think that's a good one? or? I th- I think he's should be. You said he was 10. I, I think I had him a little bit higher. Some so. of the people who made the top 10 could still be on the underrated list, you know. Gotcha. And number two, most overrated. For fantasy. Tom Brady. He's old. I'm I'm expecting the cliff. Uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I see. He wasn't even in your top ten. Look, I love the dude. People who have mental health issues, it's good to get mental health and you know, be open about. People struggle, but you own up to it. And if you can admit, hey, things happen. We're all good. We're all human, you know. Okay. You get what I mean, right? I think so. But Kyler Murray, I've given him many years to show his worth. He just can't. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you so worried? I'm not. I was just wondering what the mental health he had. He's always, like, just not mentally in it, you know. He seems like he is. Some, especially play, he especially in that games. playoff game, he looked like he just checked burned out. And he likes to play video games. Do you remember that playoff game where he just looked like he stormed off and just he didn't seem to have it in him? That's why I meant by mental. Okay. He just wasn't in it. Okay. Sure. Most underrated running back for fantasy. Uh, I'll just give you my uh, overrated. I feel like these are going to be the next couple questions, overrated and underrated. Uh, I'm doing an order. Okay. No offense. And this is wide receiver? Running back. Running back. Underrated. Underrated running back. Like somebody you won't see on the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with Ramondre Stevenson. Um, I like Damian Harris, uh, but. He's probably going to leave it for agency. He, yeah. I mean, and the dra- Patriots have a history of always doing yeah, this. Yeah. We drafted two running backs, I think just this year too. Pierre Strong and somebody else or something like that. Junior. Pierre Strong Jr. Pierre Str- Okay. Um, so I think with Ramondre, I think I, I dare I say, I think Ramondre might be better. So, uh, I don't blame you for saying that. It wouldn't be surprising to me if Ramondre wins the job in, uh, in minicamp, but at the in camp, but at the same time, I can totally see reports coming out that Ramondre is the number one quarterback wide uh, running back. And then the game starts and Damian Harris gets 70% <laughs> of the touches. So you never know what the Patriots. Yeah, it's just Patriots for you. Yeah. And most under it for me, Aaron Jones. Yeah, they that's just don't fair. bring him up enough. That's fair. Most overrated. Uh, I'll just go Derrick Henry. I guess I like again. I just uh, you get the feeling it's going to give out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a broken foot last year, and then he came back, and yeah, he had the he had the off season to heal up and get ready. But I'm always, I'm just nervous about that Titans that Titans team. Who knows? Uh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, very fair so. too. I mean, he's got. I think he's going in the first round, and there's already. There's already quotes coming out from the beat writers from the Giants saying, "Oh, his burst is back and this and that." So I don't. It's, we it's, all thought that, and it didn't happen. Yeah. Most yeah. underrated wide receiver. Underrated wide receiver. So you're just like looking for like a little sneaky, little sneaky pick here. Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown. Maybe I don't know. Oh, uh, underrated. No, I understand that. Yeah, I mean, is he underrated? Kind of. 
Yeah, but is he should he be overrated? Like, should we be talking about Amon Ross St. Brown going in the third third round? I don't think so. You ever heard? I think he's he's like a top 50, 60 pick. Yeah, he is. Or top but, 50. Yeah, but I don't think he should be a, th- a third rounder either. Maybe Adam Thielen? I mean, I know he's losing a step, but he's still a touchdown machine. But without those touchdowns, he's not that great. Like, he's maybe a little too touchdown dependent. So, I don't know. Brandon Cooks for most underrated. Yeah, a lot of people are talking about him having a pretty good season in uh, Houston because he's literally the only wide receiver anyone can name on that team right now. Nico Collins, poor John Metry. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, and I'm guessing you want overrated? Yeah. Hmm. I, I like him. Uh, maybe like Rashad Bateman or something. Well, he's the only receiver, so he could actually be underrated, if anything. Yeah, maybe. And he's going, I just, I don't know. I, I didn't see anything from him that was great last year. So, so what, do you, what is your final answer? Most overrated. Rashad Bateman. Oh, yeah. Overrated, right? Rashad Bateman. I was making fun of you there. Thank you. Thank you. Anytime. And Terry McLaurin for me. Yeah, I was looking at him. Just, I was. Just, I, I went by his name. Sometimes you think that you'll get like the I get whopper. It. Yeah, like I had last Friday. Yes, but sometimes yeah, you no. don't actually get anything. No, you don't. You get a uh, two pieces of bread with nothing in there. Yeah, what do you think is better from just a just a random off topic? Chicken or whopper? Which one's better? Chicken. The chicken is pretty good. I had that a couple times. To- Every now and then I have it. It's really good. It hits pretty good, actually. Uh, so I guess they are owned by the same company that uh, owns Popeyes. So I think there was some, uh, hey, give us some of your uh, fried chicken recipe or whatever. Uh, and the chicken is pretty good. Um, Which I think, I, but the Whopper's classic. I'd probably go with I, lo- I love the Whopper. Yeah. Most underrated tight end for fantasy. I, I figured that was coming. Uh, Hunter Henry. Yeah. Um, I think he got a really, he started, him and Mac had a really good rapport last year. So. I'll just go with that. You're not a fan of my random uh, over-the-top laughing. Yeah. Well, you're, like, smiling. It wasn't really laughing. Oh, hey. <laughs> when, it's, when it's a mass hole, when it's cold, I love it. True. When it's L.A., get out of my head. Uh, under- I, I get it. For me, Albert Equigbenom. You, you just Equibenom. get the feeling. Now that fan is in Seattle. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm going to talk about this in uh, reviews later next week or two. There's not much else left, so you'd have to think with Russell Wilson now. He might. True. Most overrated tight end. I, I, I'll go Kyle Pitts just because, again, I just think I, I don't think it's not so much him. It's more just the situation. Oh, uh, I think, Mariota. I think mine's no, an no other choice. No other receivers. What, Kelsey? No. I don't know. Njoku. Oh, Njoku. I mean, yeah. How the know. hell did you not sense that? Who the hell is overrating Kyle Njoku? Kyle Njoku. It's David Njoku. David Njoku. He's ranked they below. All, a, they right all in, think that he's going to be the he's next great. after There's Aqu- all the hype. Aquabanom. He's going after Aquabanom. There's all the hype he's getting, and then it doesn't work out well at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I guess when you say underrated or overrated, I guess you should. it should be like he should be going higher or he should be going lower. So I don't know. Well, I'm definitely not going to be winning the Matt Damon Award anytime soon. Nah, that's for sure. I'm not good while hunting. I never will be. I don't think so. And frankly, no one will be. Yeah. I'm not wicked smart. No. Well, that's it. You could be a janitor one day. (laughs) How much drugs are you on? Six. Uh, I'm just, uh, yeah, if I can survive, 
if, if I can survive, make it to tomorrow, and have my family beside, behind my side, yeah. hey, I can survive anything, right? What are we doing next week? Uh, AFC review. AFC review. What are we going through? Every team? Good Lord. That's a lot. More the merrier, my friend. I feel like I'm just going to be repeating a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, you know. There's going to be the a lot. The quarterback's lo- good. <laughs> Uh, no, He's actually, a little bit older. actually, not completely. He's true. got rapport. That's not completely true. I got a lot of buzzwords. I will say this means like free agency, trades, draft, everything. Gotcha. Miscellaneous. What do you think it was going to be? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I don't know. So, what a return, right, guys? Yeah. We will uh, be back uh, next week. Not sure when, but it will be for AFC reviews. Stick around. Bye. Thank you.